Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Half Full Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and with me today, I have a friend and special co-host, Apple. Uh, Apple and I met, eh, I don't know, probably a couple years ago, playing Rainbow Six Siege, and these days, we're dabbling in a little bit of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and that's what today's episode is going to be primarily about. We're going to talk a little bit about the Call of Duty franchise as a whole, um, but with a main focus on the latest edition, which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and even newer than that, the latest game mode that just dropped, uh, Warzone, which is, I guess, in beta. Um, but before we get into all of that, Apple, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. So so usually we start out the episode, uh, Zeke and me will we'll, we'll co-host it, and we'll talk about what we've been playing lately. Um, but since you've never been on before, what kind of games do you enjoy playing usually, and what have you been playing lately? So usually I've just been playing Siege and, uh, well, the new Modern Warfare. Um, what I enjoy the most out of those two, I think, is probably Modern Warfare. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying Modern Warfare too. As someone who's played both um, in Modern Warfare a little bit more uh, recently and Rainbow Six a little longer term, um, I like the style of, of Call of Duty a little better, I think. But I all, my favorite all-time shooter was Titanfall and Titanfall 2 so far. Have you played those? I played Titanfall when that uh, came out around that time. Somebody else was playing it but um, I didn't really get as much game time with it as I'd hoped. It was a fun one. I liked the wall running, and I think Call of Duty Infinite Warfare had that as well, and perhaps one of the Black Ops might have had that. We could, like, run on walls and jump off and climb through, like, second-story windows and stuff, and you had, like, almost, like, jetpacks almost sometimes, and then Titanfall kind of had those giant robots that dropped in, too, that you could drive around. So I always liked the more futuristic um, shooters, I guess. So... Um, do you, do you prefer realistic shooters or like sci-fi shooters usually? Oh, that's difficult. Um, because I have a history with sci-fi shooters with Halo and um, probably a couple other games that I'm forgetting at this point. Um, but I played a lot of arcadey ones growing up, like Counter-Strike. That was a big thing for me. Um, loved Counter-Strike. Always played that on Steam. Uh, but I'd say that nowadays I probably lean more towards at least semi-realistic. Um, it doesn't have to be something like Arma, for example, and I know there's far more realistic games out there now, and people really like Escape from Tarkov and things of that type of like play style. Um, but I think that things that are a little bit too realistic might take the fun out of it for somebody who just wants to sit down for an hour or two, which is usually what I do. I'm in the same boat as you. So usually I've got like an hour or two, unless it's like, you know, I scheduled out a game night and the wife's reading a book or something. And then usually I get like three hours or so, you know, um, but usually it's little play sessions like that. Um, I, I don't know. I, as I don't know, I, I used to like realistic shooters and then I went into the military and it came out and I, I never shot anybody. Like it never did anything super interesting. I guarded airplanes and stuff, you know, but ever since then, and I guess maybe I was just around a lot of people, and I kind of learned a little bit more about war and, and that kind of stuff. Anything that's super hyper-realistic or set in like a really modern time period or even like a World War II game or a movie, um, they kind of make me cringe a little bit. Um, so like I try to, I don't know, I, I'm enjoying Modern Warfare a lot. Um, but sometimes it's just a little too, you know, I'm not really sure how to explain that. Sometimes it just hits a little too realistic for me. I don't even like to watch war movies. And I know that's not really like a guy thing per se, you know, and like a stereotype, but like, I don't like war movies. I don't like seeing the blood and the gore and the arms falling off, but 
I would enjoy like a movie like Saw where they're sawing people's arms off. So like I don't know how to explain it. It's really I think it's more tied to the war. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. It has nothing to do with the blood or anything like that. It has to do with like I don't know how realistic it is or you know because war is kind of messy in real life. Um, you know my I have a relative who flies drones. You know and he you know has to do things with those drones you know it's very real um and that mm -hmm. kind of changed the way he views this kind of stuff too um so just when you the more you talk to people and the more you see what it's really like sometimes it kind of but this is kind of like a, a dark turn for the beginning of the episode i think um so so we'll steer it back on on onto more fun i guess that led from my question of do you like like a sci-fi or like a more realistic shooter um or even just where the setting was maybe we're talking more about the setting of the shooter so um perhaps um Something that I was thinking of was um, I used to play. There was this other game on Steam. Um, geez, I already forget what it is, but they came out with another one, um, and it was, I think, a little bit more Call of Duty-ish. Like it was a little bit more arcadey. Um, but the first iteration of it that I played was, uh, I guess you could say, more realistic. I just want to know. Oh yes, I think it was called Insurgency. Um, and um, that might be hitting a bit more close to home as you're saying in terms of realism um and uh it it did kind of make you feel uncomfortable at least i felt a little bit uncomfortable in the game um because it would do the battlefield type of being shot at suppression effect but it would do it far better um in terms of like immersion so it, the game, I feel like part of it was to make you uncomfortable. Um, and I know that that's controversial, but I think that war games that make people uncomfortable are probably, they're probably getting a point across. Mm -hmm. um, and if they do it well, then they might be getting that point across uh, pretty well from whatever type of perspective they're trying to portray. Um, whether it's gameplay or story, like Spec Ops The Line, I know that... Uh, a lot of things in that game are very controversial, but uh, it kind of forces you to realize in some instances that when you're, or at least when I, I watch videos of it and watch my brother play it, um, one scene that popped out to me was you have to choose whether or not to use uh, white phosphorus. And uh, that decision is a big decision. Uh, and it kind of makes you realize that the, AC-130, like, killstreak perk that you're using in Call of Duty, well, it's really fun in Call of Duty, and if you're like me, you've had that type of, like, history before, when you see the, uh, basically the black and white, uh, like, overlay looking down on top, and everything that's hot is white, so all the people are either white or black if you toggle the, um, like, heat recognition display. Uh, on Spec Ops Line, it just looks like you're playing that, like a kill streak. You're like, oh, this is great, this is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you find out, you know, later on that um, maybe it wasn't exactly what you thought. Um, so I feel like games that do things that are controversial and kind of get you to see things differently are pretty good. Um, and that's why I liked Insurgency, because it mixed some of that with the more arcadey elements. So. When you're being shot at, like the suppression effects were really strong. So if you're being shot at and the bullet was close, like your character's vision would quickly but gradually go extremely blurry, and they would swear and yell. Mm -hmm. um, I I later changed that to the um, I think the Sonic kid who was screaming about Sonic Adventure um, because uh -huh. the screams are really funny. Uh, but the game without any mods, it 
you know, it made you feel like you were being, you know, in an uncomfortable situation. I thought they did that very well. Uh, you just hmm. didn't get as much run and gun type of stuff that you did in Call of Duty. More people hunkered down, I think. Yeah, I think um, maybe a close comparison would be if you ever played like paintball in real life or something like that, where like it it hurts just enough to make you like not really want to get hit by it. Um, to put people in like what you would do in if if this was real to you it's kind of hard like a video game is easy because you know you're going to die and come back so that in itself takes away part of the realism to it um but if, if you were to go play paintball you might see how you would actually react in that kind of situation um and that's even a lot lower um on, on on an intensity than what real bullets are like you know so but i mean it's mm -hmm. cool that games can capture or try to capture that the best they can um, that nervous feeling, um, you know, like Rainbow Six Siege, one thing that makes Rainbow Six Siege a little more realistic is that you only get one life. So you really don't want to die, which does make people play a little bit more cautiously, usually, um, than a game like um, Call of Duty, right? Um, you mentioned right. another one, um, Counter-Strike. I've never played Counter-Strike in my entire life. I don't even think I've ever watched footage of it. Um, where does that fall in the spectrum? Not Not just in realism, but like close to gameplay wise does that play close to like a call of duty or close to rainbow six or is it something totally different that's difficult um the game mechanics that i think that rainbow six siege introduces are kind of like lean based uh like you can lean left and right um and if i recall correctly i don't think that they had that in counter-strike and that's something that i thought would have been a really cool addition when I was playing it, um, because I would play other games like Rainbow Six, and I would think, oh, that'd be cool if they have a cover system or a lean system. But then that would totally, in my opinion, it, you would have a different you'd have a different game. It wouldn't really be Counter Strike. Counter Strike is far more arcadey from my perspective, from what I remember. Um, you basically just ran around. Uh, it was more run and gun like Call of Duty, and your characters ran fast, just like Call of Duty. So, whereas in reality, you're running like <laughs> you're running a really long distance and you don't realize it in the game you just it doesn't look like it's that far away it, it's 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 got more commonality in that sense with call of duty but it's its own thing in the sense that you don't have customization you just have a buy menu at the beginning of a round and you buy whatever you can buy based on whether this is the first round you don't really have that much money or your performance there on forward um so people have different strategies and decisions they make based on the gameplay in the game, like where they're going to go to accomplish an objective, whether it's something like rescue the hostage or plant uh, like the bomb at site A or B. Um, and then they have strategies also in terms of like, where, what are you supposed to buy? What are you not supposed to buy um, on certain rounds? Or if you're doing well or not doing well, how do you, what's kind of a wise decision to make with your money? Uh, that's going to set you up correctly. So it was more arcadey, and um, you made decisions differently than you would in like other video games. Uh, like, I think that's the best way of putting it is that there was more differences in that type of strategy from the get-go um, because it's more of an arcadey like round match system. Um, mm -hmm. Think siege, but much faster, um, hmm. and there are no respawns. So you you really did have to be careful with your decisions or else you would sit there and wait and watch other people complete the round without you. Was, um, but go ahead. There was a game mode in Call of Duty um, a few games back when I, was, when I was playing Call of Duty a lot, when I really got into it. I think it was either in Call of Duty Black Ops 2 or in Ghosts. 
but it might have probably in both of those. It was um, a one life mode where you plant a bomb and you defuse the bomb as a team. So like the, you have a small team of people and you guys have to get the bomb planted. And if you die, you're out. And then the other it switches and you have to go defuse the bomb. And if you die, you're out. And I always enjoyed that one a lot in Call of Duty. And I actually played it a lot because it was one life, which is weird because that's kind of unique in Call of Duty. You usually have more than one life unless it's the new game mode. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that having multiple lives and respawning is good for, I guess, like a certain purpose or if you're wanting something out of the day and uh, your time when you're playing a video game, that's great. But uh, when you only have one life instead, it changes the way that you play. And I think some people think that that's, yeah, well, they find it more fun because <laughs> you have to make, I guess your decisions have more of an impact. Whereas if you can respawn all the time, it's not the same. So. And I think it, it really affects how other people play too. So when it affects how other people play that they're gonna maybe be more campy or more careful um, then mm-hmm. you can now take advantage of that by being overly aggressive and risky if you want. Um, as before, if everybody's being overly aggressive and risky, there's not a whole lot of strategy there. But if it does open up the door, I think it makes it more interesting when there is higher stakes to the game because it makes people act differently um, and kind of brings out some of the character of that person and their play style, I think, more if there's something more at risk. So. I see. Well, you might like Counter-Strike. You might want to try that. Um, I just think that kind of an issue counter-strike has which is the same as siege and this is why i kind of like call of duty for a day-to-day thing um is that the communities are kind of toxic and with uh counter-strike you get that too since i've stopped playing i've heard it's gotten worse so okay i'm not yeah, sure well, if I'd revisit i've had my fair share of games that are toxic so one one that zeke always brings up is league of legends and that game is super <laughs> toxic um so yeah um, I'm enjoying the jump in, jump out of Call of Duty as well. Like, I think we were playing last night, and I think we got, like, three rounds in of Warzone in the time it took them to play one round of Rainbow Six. Like, I like that. I like that you can get in and out of multiple games really quickly. Um, and you either do well or you don't do well. And if you're doing well, they last a little longer. Um, but, you know. You right. Might, you might be able to hear my kid in the background. He's walking over this way. Oh, oh that's now he's, fine. Now he's walking away. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I think that, that I think that that's a good a spot as any. I'm just seeing shadows walk by the door out outside the door. Uh, There's a good a spot as any to jump into. I think the the main discussion, um, which is going to be all about Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, the latest one, and we'll get a little bit more into this, like our first impressions of the game, um, and how long we've been playing it, and then we'll we'll talk about maybe what we specifically really like about the new game mode, um, and. Uh, yeah, and I think we'll just do that. Also, though, before, right at the start of that conversation, I want to just list off the franchise as a whole, and maybe we'll just mention if we uh, played those or not. So, sure. All right. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. 2003, there was the original Call of Duty. I didn't realize it was such a young franchise. 2003. Um, did you play that originally? The first Call of Duty, I think I did. I think I did too, actually. So I would have been, let's see, I would have been like middle school when that came out. Um, I'm pretty sure I played that probably on a PC. Uh, well, I guess so because it looks like it was, oh, it was PC and Xbox 360. So, okay. And PS3. All right, so after the hat, uh, Call of Duty 2, 3, and 4. And 4 was Modern Warfare. Um, and then there was World at War. I don't really, re- I remember the name of World at War, but I don't remember playing it. Do you recall anything about that one? 
Oh man, I've played all the games you've listed so listed so far, and um, World at War was something that that would contend seriously for Halo time at my house growing up, which was sacred. So that was a that was a a very high priority uh, title for us <laughs> back in the day. Huh. See, let's see. They bounced back and forth between Infinity Ward and Treyarch, developing those games. It looks like, um, and then Modern Warfare Two came out in two thousand nine. And I think that's toted as like, was that the best Call of Duty game ever made, or was that Modern Warfare Three? Um, for me, I feel like the best Call of Duty game ever made was probably the first Black Ops. But most people would probably disagree with me and say that Modern Warfare Two was the best. Um, I think for its time, it tried a lot of different mechanics that were more like what we see today. People really appreciated that at the time. All right, all right, so we've got, um, let's see, in between 2 and 3, Modern Warfare 2 and 3, Black Ops came out. And after that, they kind of went with like a Black Ops 2 and then a Ghosts, Advanced Warfare. Um, that's different than Infinite Warfare. So Advanced Warfare, I think, was the one where you could run and jump on walls. I played that a lot of that one. Um, and I played Black Ops 2 mm -hmm. and Ghosts. So I guess that was where the majority of my Call of Duty time came in, was Black Ops 2, Ghosts, and Advanced Warfare. Um you know from here on back what was you know did you ever take a break from call of duty or did you play all these kind of straight through every year so i stopped i think after black ops 2 um i had some friends who had bought the other call of duties uh between black ops 2 and the recent modern warfare and i played them um but i also heard before i played them from reviews online and magazines and so forth that these weren't exactly the same as the other Call of Duties, and they may not have the same level of quality. So I, you know, had that on my mind. I was hoping that wasn't the case, but when I played those games, to me, they weren't they weren't anywhere near what the other previous titles were like. Uh, to me, those were kind of like the dark ages of Call of Duty. <laughs> I, that's a good way to put it. So yeah, those were definitely a very different time period. They introduced some some really odd stuff, and I think some of those didn't do so well. They even tried like dropping the campaign for a little while. You know, they did a lot of weird stuff right around that time period. Um, they introduced zombies to that game, I think, around those time periods, somewhere in there. So you could play zombie modes. Um, I do want to mention zombies for a second. I guess, did, did you ever get into the Call of Duty zombies? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that started in World at War. Um, I think, I forget what you did. Either you beat the game or something else, but if you watch through the credits, I think it was you would be at the very first Zombies map that there ever was in Call of Duty. Huh. Um, and, and, like, for its time, it was kind of rough. Like, it wasn't as polished as it was um, when it got into Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2. But, man, me and my friends had so much fun with that. <laughs> it was, yeah. I uh, We didn't play er that early. I think I picked it up around Black Ops 2, I think, where they started doing, like, the sodas you could drink and stuff and, and different maps. Mm -hmm. It was really survival with four players. And I played that... A heck of a lot for a couple of years i was just really hard into that and then that was before i jumped into league of legends but i think it was after i was playing star wars the old republic i can't remember i was playing like star wars the old republic on pc the mmo at that time i was playing league of legends around whenever and i was playing that call of duty and then eventually call of duty kind of fell off for me and i i bought like all of them since and i think i was telling you this last night but last year's um black ops 4 is like it's, it's out of the wrapper, but I never even installed it on the Xbox. So <laughs> I was like, then I was like, I'm not buying any more of these games out. I just decided. And then, of course, 
you start playing this one and uh, I have another local friend who's playing this one. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm actually going to do it this time. But hey, to my credit, <laughs> at least I installed it and actually started playing it. Um, so this one's not going to not going to go to waste. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Call of Duty World War Two. I didn't ever try that one. Um, Black Ops 4 and then now we're on Modern Warfare. You have anything to say about World War Two or Black Ops 4 last year? So I played World War II, but not Black Ops 4. Um, interestingly, one of our other friends, um, who's kind of refusing to play Call of Duty, seemed to kind of really want to get that because of the Battle Royale mode. But uh, I said no to that. I'm a bigger Call of Duty person. Um, Which friend's refusing is. to play? Oh, the one that goes by Slorg, I think it is. That's what we call him sometimes. Or do I, you have a different I moniker? played with Slorg this morning. On Modern Warfare Warzone. Okay, awesome. Okay, cool. Hot take, you know, <clears throat> the, the headline news, you know, Slorg is now playing Modern Warfare. <laughs> he downloaded awesome. it this morning. I think he liked it right away. Um, but he was into Apex Legends, and he was into Fortnite with me for a little while. So I think that's why, you know, you were saying last time it kind of called to him when they did the Battle Royale mode last year. Um, so now they brought it back. Um, I guess, you know, he's willing to try that out and check it out. I like Battle Royale modes a lot. Um, but I was on the Fortnite train before it got popular. And I stopped playing when it did. Not to be cool or anything, just I played it when it first came out and then I moved on quickly. Um, before it exploded and kind of took over the world, you know. <laughs> Have you With played... the dances and everything else. Yeah. Have you played any Battle Royales outside of this? Uh, Apex, I think, was the main thing that I played, and that was, again, with Slorg. Um, not sure if I played any other Battle Royales. Don't think I did. Well, they're cool. So, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of them all. You know, um, Apex Legends, I had a hard time getting the hang of, because it seemed like, um, I didn't know the weapons, I didn't know the characters, I didn't know their powers, and I didn't know the map. Like, I couldn't, I tried playing it for a while and just couldn't get a grasp on any of it. It all seems so random and foreign to me. Um, as to where Call of Duty, I immediately feel at home with because I feel comfortable. And Fortnite, I felt at home with because I feel it, it was so user-friendly. Like, in Fortnite, you jump in and it's like, you don't have to do anything except shoot the guy next to you. And there's tons of guns everywhere, so have fun. Um, it's just very <laughs> easy to go. But then, like, Apex Legends was like, you're worrying about all this stuff and there's, like, pointing out where people are in the map and i think you even had missions and you have powers where you can teleport and i'm like what the heck is even going on here so <laughs> yeah they they added some new things to the uh the battle royale concept which i, I think they did some of the things well i liked apex but for me i i share that familiarity that you're saying with the call of duty battle royale mode but i think the reason why is because they reused a lot of the maps um that I think that they used in the Spec Ops missions, I think it was, uh, for the main game. Uh, and something else it escapes me, but uh, maybe it was their version of Battlefield, those maps. But they reused a lot of the same stuff. So mm -hmm. to me, like, it just felt like, oh, yeah, these are places that I've already been in before. So it was more intuitive for me to play it from the Battle Royale perspective. I think you mentioned Battlefield there. Just we'll keep it short because I do want to talk more about Modern Warfare today. But, like, thumbs up or thumbs down on Battlefield series? Is that something you got into? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, generally thumbs up, but I stopped playing it after, I think, Battlefield 4 
when they started going to World War One, I, I wasn't about that. I thought that was a big step backwards to me. You and me both the same thing then. So we both were playing right around the same time as that. Wow, so you and me actually played a lot of the same shooter games leading up to this, which is kind of cool. Um, it's probably why we're in the same spot now playing the same games. Um, <laughs> Rainbow <laughs> Six Siege and Modern Warfare. Um, well, we also have some uh, input for one of the mutual friends that we have. So. <laughs> that is true, yeah. So... Um, yeah, one day I'll get Slorg here on the podcast. I invite him now and again, but he's usually just pretty busy. And when he has downtime, he wants to play a video game instead of talk about it. So, which I understand. Understandable. Yeah. yeah understandable. <laughs> it's understandable. But uh, yeah, speaking of playing and talking, and um, all right. So we, you and me, got to play last night. I started playing Modern Warfare about a week ago after picking it up upon your recommendation and my buddy Mike. Mike's been on the podcast before. Um, when did you start playing Modern Warfare? When it came out around October-ish, I don't remember the exact date, but around the time that it dropped. Okay, so you were early adopter. So that's good. Yeah. Getting those Christmas sales up. So. Well, you know, you got to get those Christmas noobs. I mean. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, if you bought it in October, you even had a couple months to get ready. And then all the teenage and all the little kiddos got it for Christmas Day, which that's a whole different topic. I'm not so sure kids so young should be playing this, but, you know. They're gonna anyways. Parents don't care. No, they don't even look at the ratings <laughs> on boxes. Rated M, sure. Here you go. Drops an well, F bomb every time you spawn. Sure. Here you go. <laughs> well, I mean, it made for a, uh, uh, you know, a pretty easy leveling up experience. So there you uh, go. You know, taking advantage of it. <laughs> <laughs> Take the good with the bad, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Um. So, have you played the campaign? Yeah, I did. Was it good? Uh, I thought it was good but definitely like the black ops series campaigns better i played a couple of the black ops series campaigns um, but those are the only ones i ever played and i'll probably never play another one um just because i don't get enough time to play through campaign or story modes of most games the last few games i picked up that had story modes i usually only get halfway through them or a quarter of the way through them enough to to really get a feel for the game then switch to multiplayer i guess but i won't even touch this one <laughs> Uh, this Modern Warfare is just just multiplayer for me, and now that it's Warzone, you know, whenever I'm playing by myself, it'll probably be Warzone unless we get enough people that want to play something else. Um, that's probably what I'll stick to too. But the other game modes, I didn't have a lot of experience, and I only played for one weekend on them. Um, maybe what are a couple of the other game modes that you think are worth mentioning, or what was your favorite one before they dropped Warzone? So the names kind of are difficult for me, uh, especially since they change them. They have different like selectable modes under the uh, like quick select when you first sign into multiplayer. Um, but the other game modes are in multiplayer. And I think there's the spec op missions, which are um, spec op missions were their objective base. I played them a couple times. Like I played almost every mission with a friend of mine. He's a former Marine and um, he's usually really good at shooters. Um, but we were both struggling so, so hard to get through these different spec ops missions. They're just too difficult from our perspective. Um, so that was unfortunate, but the multiplayer modes I think are where the game really shines in my opinion. Um, one that I played recently, again, they changed the names, but I think it's called Shoot the Ship and um, they have a lot of close quarters types of uh, maps like um, Shipment and um, other ones blanking on me, but mm -hmm. um, I think it's called Shoot House and uh, there's just, you know, it, it, there's a lot of fast, like, 
fast-paced action going on within a small amount of time and within a small area. Smaller areas, um, smaller maps, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you also and have especially... like a little more control over the guns you start with in those modes usually, right? Yeah, so you have your own selectable loadouts. I actually enjoy gun game, which is where you start off with a pistol usually or you know, and you work your way up um, to a shotgun and then an assault rifle and then a bazooka and then back to knives to win the game. You play a lot of gun game ever? Yeah, so gun game was a huge thing for um, Counter Strike. That was that was something that my friends and I we logged so many hours in Counter Strike just just playing gun game. I like it because I like that everyone's on a even playing field, and I tend to do well better better on it, I guess, um, because I feel some people may not adapt to using stuff they're not used to quickly. Um, and for me, for me, I do. I'm just like you can. Uh, which is one of the reasons I feel comfortable in the Warzone mode when you die and you get that option to kind of fight 1v1 to win your way back in, like a Survival, Survivor Redemption Island or something, you know? Like, you go to this little mm-hmm. cage match. And I do really well in that because, first off, I do well under pressure. I've always, like, tested well in real life and stuff, too. So I don't stress out when that happens. And and I'm really aggressive, and I think that helps me out. So there's different different play styles. I'm super hyper aggressive in whatever I play, which is kind of why I don't do so well at games like Rainbow Six Siege. Because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, all in. You want to find them. I want to find them. I kill them. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but yeah, I lost my train of thought where we were going with that. Oh, cycling out weapons and stuff. I always like those kind of cool game modes and things like that. Um, but hey, they just dropped Warzone. Let's talk about Warzone a little bit more. Um, it was an interesting move on their part. They also just made it free to play. So if you only want to play Warzone, correct me if I'm wrong, um, that is now free to play on PC and Xbox and probably is probably PlayStation. Yeah, and I'd imagine. Um, I think so. My my knowledge is limited because I just turn on my Xbox and if they have a little notification that says Warzone is free, then I'm like, okay, it's free. <laughs> yeah, so so now our buddy just installed it this weekend and uh, I'll probably get my brother to install it this weekend, Zeke. Um, just because it's free. It's like, he, he didn't buy it usually because he's not really a, excuse me, a shooter game guy. But um, I bet you he'll try it because it's free and because we're all playing it. So I think a lot more people will try it. Um, and it was kind of interesting that they waited till now to release that because I think they had to have this planned out just due to the popularity of the open world war zone, whatever they call it, the, the battle royale mode from last year was so popular. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved it. And that's kind of all that Black Ops 4 was was that mode like that's really all there was to it and they added driving vehicles in that one was that the first time you could drive vehicles in call of duty i'm not i don't remember um if we're talking about the other black ops that had the uh kind of like a battle royale mode that i i wouldn't know i never played that one. Oh, okay right right yeah um i watched it i never played that one because we were talking about how like i haven't even installed it but um <laughs> i you know actually i think i did play it in beta there was like a beta weekend and i installed it and i wrote a review on it on my website and took photos of it but i think i was i don't know if i was playing on xbox or pc i can't remember but uh i did like it and that's probably why i bought it but then i never got around to actually playing it but uh i know lots of other people did and i had a lot of friends who were playing it so i got to see a little bit of footage and i watched some youtube footage of it and stuff but yeah you could drive vehicles in that and now they brought it to this game they even have helicopters now so it's feeling more like battlefield than ever um mm-hmm I like that. I like the driving the vehicles and stuff. Although in the games I played with you and with um, Slorg this morning, I keep wanting to call him by his actual name. I don't know if he'd want that or not. But I, <laughs> it almost slips out every time. 
Um, but yeah, I really, I liked vehicles. We didn't, none of us seemed to use them that much, though. Yeah, the um, vehicles, they seem to be really good for, like, bugging out or for getting into positions quickly, especially if you're trying to uh, complete the different contracts that they have in Warzone. Um, and I think that's really cool because in addition to having vehicles, they have the uh, get access to, you know, better equipment and cash and XP just by doing those contracts. So I, I don't know. I think that they, they're really finding some good formulas here. <laughs> I, 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 I like what I see so far. So I like where it's going. I, I wasn't sure about contracts at first, um, but after doing a couple more of them since playing with you now, I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. And I like the making money um, to buy friends back. Me and Slorg were able to buy each other back into the game a couple times just in the few matches we played. Um, so so that was cool. You get to bring each other back. Um, I mentioned just a few minutes ago that when yeah, you... Yeah, um, I thought that was great because one of my primary gripes about most of the other Battle Royale modes, and the only one I have experience with is Apex, but primary gripe is that once you're gone, um, you can like you could pick up your character's tags or whatever and get them a respawn. Uh, but it's it's kind of i don't know disheartening that let's say you're playing warzone for example and melted on spawn and then you go to the gulag and you lose um it's kind of nice to know that your team can buy you back and then you can play with them at a more like settled point in the match whereas before maybe you just so happen to pick a place that uh you know you didn't think anyone would go to but you were kind of wrong about that <laughs> yeah right so i called a spawn point for us this morning and i land on the side of like the hospital building on like the second floor and i'm like nobody's here right i didn't see anybody land i open up the door and immediately get shot in the back because somebody immediately landed right behind me and shot me in the back mm -hmm. like they, they were following me probably from the drop all the way down and i didn't even have the slightest clue that they were right behind me they immediately shot me in the back and i was dead but i went to gulag and won and got right back in the game and then but if i hadn't you know i they could still buy me back which is it's just cool it makes it more fun to watch your teammates and stick around. It gives the players a reason to stick around and watch more of the match, too. In other words, people just jet as soon as they're out. So, Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I think that they, um, they're they on to something with this. And I don't know if any other Battle Royale has done that. But I think that that's a new like thing to the Battle Royale formula that might stick. I think so, too. I like it a lot. So I like the being able to redeem yourself because everybody makes mistakes. But if you can redeem yourself and come back in, they even make you start from scratch. So when you come back, whether you got bought back or whether you come out of the gulag, you're back to what you started with, which is basically nothing. So you're not coming at an unfair advantage. You're actually at a, a disadvantage to every other player, and you had to fight your way back in. So I think they have a good balance of allowing you to come back with not making it like something you want to do. So Agreed. Because otherwise you could just kill yourself, wait 15 minutes, come back when there's less players, right? So... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so th they do a good job of balancing the reward there and the and the risk and the punishment a little bit. Um, so Agreed. I Yeah, go ahead. So uh, let's talk favorite guns. I, it doesn't have to be the exact name of the gun, maybe just the archetype, because um, I'm still learning the specific guns that they have in this one. Um, sometimes they change the names to be something a little different. Sometimes they're more realistic in, in games, depending on what kind of game you're playing. But um, what, what do you like? You like shotguns, submachine guns, assault rifles? You like the big light machine guns you know what do you what do you like playing oh okay so what i really like about modern warfare is that you can they give you so much customization options um you can change an ak into basically an lmg or something more smg-ish hmm. just based on its barrel size 
Um, so you could have an RPK if you extend the barrel out, if you unlock that attachment and use it, mm-hmm. or you could have like an AKS, you know, like the short version, um, if you just use a short barrel. So see, I um, like a shorter version, usually that faster, um, burstier, that's a little more close range. Cause I'm usually running fast through and I come up on people really quick, which is why I also like playing a lot of shotguns, but, but keep going. What do you like? I like, I love shotguns too. Um, and it's pretty much for this reason that I'm about to state. I'm opposite in the sense that, uh, in terms of like barrel profile, barrel length, so on and so forth. Um, I like the, the attachments that make the gun like more like an LMG or more like a DMR. Um, because then when you do come up on somebody and you're firing at them, you usually have greater control. Um, and I don't know what it is, but you just seem to, get them a lot quicker you get them down or you totally eliminate them uh faster so what i usually use is um in the game they call an sa87 <laughs> when you first use it i'm sorry but the gun is just not impressive it's probably one of the what people would say is one of the worst ones in the game hmm. uh but i unlocked every just about everything for it uh, and i use like the little short 12 inch barrel on it and i make it handier so that the mobility is higher so you can aim it faster um, because I think in order to balance the gun out, they're like, let's make its handling really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you go to aim it, it takes like five like years for him to shoulder it and look down the sights. But if you cut down the barrel and you do some other changes, he can shoulder it and look down the sights a lot faster. So I use that with a 50 round magazine. And because of that, like it makes room clearing up close easy. And it makes hitting people from a medium distance really easy too. Um, so I like the, like, I guess you could say the chunkier guns because it just gives you more stability when you're actually trying to make hits. You kind of melt them. Like mm-hmm. with a close range shotgun, they just don't stand a chance. That's what I try and go for because uh, in Battle Royale, you don't really have too much room for error. No, no, you gotta. And I think the distance that what you're playing at too makes a lot of difference. So strategy wise, so you're dropping out, you know, and you're going to land at a building or an area with lots of buildings. So you're always going to be in, indoors. You need to pick something smart for that as to where if you're going to land in open plains or be running around the map a lot from place to place, you're going to need those longer range weapons, whether it be assault rifles or uh, sniper rifles or you know anything that can hit people a little further with scopes and stuff on them. Um, so like I'll usually with that in mind I'll usually try to land in places that are a little more heavily um you know built up buildings and lots of cover and lots of interior areas um, cuz I don't know I just like that a little better. I feel too open when I'm running around. I feel like I don't know where they're coming from and most of the time the weapons I choose the the lighter machine guns uh, or the the um shotguns are not really going to help me out in an open field. So <laughs> Oh, well, it creates a diversion, I guess. You know, you could just uh, just sit there and make noise while somebody with a DMR or something else uh, looks at them. <laughs> yes. Um, Slorg this morning was trying to have a sniper battle with somebody. Unfortunately, he was using an assault rifle and they were actually using a sniper rifle. <laughs> he was picking a fight with them at a long range. It didn't work out, uh, but we got him back up. But yeah, it's that whole thing. Uh, picking, you know, the right weapon. I know you didn't you say you didn't really care for sniper rifles that much i think um that was a criticism i wanted to say i'm not sure if it's because um i live in one place and you live another um and the connections are having some difficulty there um but it seems to me like there's a lot of lag um for longer range shooting so if you recall yesterday 
you'd hear the crack of a sniper rifle like every other second. It's like bang, 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 bang. It's like, why are they shooting so much? And what I realized is that when you scope in and try and hit somebody with a sniper rifle, you usually miss a lot. Um, so I think the lag is kind of a problem. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, I think for a sniper rifle, you either have to like, they have to be running in a straight line and you can kind of line it up or you're going to be in trouble because the lag is, like you said, it's really bouncy. And you, I don't know, some people manage to pull it off, but most of the time, the most impressive shots I've seen are on a PC. And those are usually where in Battlefield or Fortnite. Um, are the two games I've seen people be able to pull off sniper shots. I haven't seen too many here in Call of Duty. Um, the best shots I've seen so far between last week and this weekend were when people were camped. Two people were camped shooting at each other. Um, and that makes it a little <laughs> easier. Um, but the yeah, the ones where they like they jump and they do a 360 no-scope and shoot you from across, that's not going to happen into, unless there's uh, better connectivity, I think. so. I'm not sure if that would happen even if there was better connectivity. Um <laughs> It just, this game plays differently. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. It, I think so too. So I think it, I like the game a lot overall. So I don't really have any complaints yet. Um, but I'm going to play a lot more of it. So maybe I'll have some complaints. Um, at the moment, <laughs> at the moment I don't. At the moment I just think, oh, that's cool. That's cool. You know, I'm starting to, to like all the different things. I haven't even gotten to customizing guns yet. But I'm probably going to have to go back to multiplayer. Because you're also telling me, I want to talk about this. Um, what, probably one of the last points we'll talk about is leveling up and unlocking stuff. Um, so, like, you, you unlock things for the weapon specifically by using the weapon, um, but does that not happen in Warzone? You can do that in Warzone. You can unlock things. Um, you just go to your loadouts and you just select those attachments. But in regular multiplayer, and especially the uh, s smaller maps that are faster paced, like Shoot the Ship, for example... Uh, that type of selectable option, um, you tend to, in my experience, level them up faster because you're using them a lot more and you're getting a lot more kills because, you know, it's a close close space. Mm -hmm. And Battle Royale, you can, still, you can still upgrade and modify everything, but I think it takes longer, just in my perspective, um, than if you're playing the other game types. I mean, yeah, because like even in, in the Warzone, you might find a purple gun and it may not be your favorite style, but you're going to use it because early on and you want the purple gun um right so you just get stuck using all this random stuff which in a way is cool because it keeps it diverse and you get to see things that maybe maybe if you're not a person who branches out a lot you wouldn't have never gotten to see these guns and now you find out you like one that you didn't know was there but at the same time mm -hmm. it will take longer to level up stuff so maybe switching to the other multiplayer modes to help grind out those attachments and things you need might be a good idea for players to if they find a gun that they really do love and enjoy a lot yeah, that's what I would generally recommend. I would recommend something like Shoot the Ship because um, especially if it's something like Hardpoint or Capture the Flag or something, or not Capture the Flag, but um, forget what it is. But it's like those types of game modes. Um, you're playing that on Shoot the Ship, you're going to have a lot of time in a close quarter area, and there's usually double XP on weekends, so you can level up your stuff pretty fast in just a matter of hours. <clears throat> I need to do a little bit more of that. So once I figure out the exact guns I want, I need to switch over and do that. Maybe when other people aren't online, I'll spend some time trying to grind out some of that um, attachments and things. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth the time. Yeah. So uh, I, th I think this is we're getting pretty good to a pretty good length of an episode here. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention about you know Modern Warfare or any of the Call of Duty franchises before we get out of here? 
Um, if you don't mind, would you repeat that? Uh, just our call quality decided to go robotic there. So. Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's Discord's <laughs> fault there. Um, I was just saying, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Was there any other things you wanted to bring up about Modern Warfare? Um, I just really like where they're taking this. I was really worried that there would be more of this wall runny stuff, um, this weird futuristic type of type of take on Call of Duty. And I'm glad to see that they're going back to more of its roots and going back to something that worked and then doing things that appear to also work. Hmm. Um, I was really worried because I was like, well, what do I do now that I can only play World War II and space games? Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. That's kind of where they were going with it. Really old or in the future. So yeah, it is nice that they found this. Um, and it's a little different than what other people are offering right now too. So one's you know, being Fortnite, you have the really cartoony side of things and the goofy, silly side where people are flossing every time they kill you. You know, and then you've got mm -hmm. Apex Legends, which is kind of like really wacky and out there, almost like Borderlands. Um, and then this mm -hmm. is this is just a little more grounded now. The Call of Duty's kind of filling that role, especially with Battlefield taking a break these last couple of years. I think Call of Duty's kind of stepping in now to fill that, which is nice. My buddy Mike feels the same way as you. He did not like the wall runny stuff. Um, he's glad that they're kind of returning to some of the, the warfare roots there, the boots on the ground, and, um, you know, I guess a little more realistic-ish. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm all for fun, and I think this is fun. They're doing a good job making the game fun again. It is fun, I agree. So, yeah, so I guess we're uh, in the same boat there. We think this is a good game. So um, I would recommend it. You'd recommend it, right? So. Did I lose you there? Yeah, you lost me there. Ah, okay. Well, it's going to be a good time to close out the episode then if we keep losing each other. But I was saying uh, uh, <laughs> I would recommend the game, and I assumed you would probably recommend it as well, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, um, thank you very much for joining me today, Apple. I really do appreciate you coming on, helping me create some content. Yeah, no problem. Let me know if you uh, ever want my input in the future. I'll be glad to. For sure. I'll let you know what games we're talking about or if you ever want to come on and talk about a specific game. Um, I love having guests and it, it makes my job easier. <laughs> and then I don't have to talk by myself. So, Understandably so. <laughs> all right. All right. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, please visit our website, halffullreviews.com. You can join our Discord server. And if you'd like to play with us, uh, send us a message. You can find me on the Discord server. And if we have room, we'll invite you to play. Um, and we also have a bunch of people who play all kinds of stuff from Pokemon to League of Legends to Star Wars games to everything. So jump in our Discord, check out our website, read some reviews. I'm currently writing an ongoing review of Star Trek Picard uh, week to week. It does have some spoilers, but, you know, check it out if you don't care. And uh, thanks again. We'll see you guys next week. Uh...